like a like a light pole to see if it's got the right kind of amount of airflow that you want. We also have a device that's called the draw check. It'll actually give you a a number for like the vacuum drop, and then and then you can adjust the machine now to either increase that draw, make it a tighter roll, or you can decrease it, and that's just right on the fly. It's like as it's moving, you can kind of dial that dial in that draw. From the PodConnect Studios, high in the Rockies at the beautiful Beaver Creek Resort, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today on the MJ Bulls Raising Cannabis Capital Podcast, we are joined by Kyle Lauchs, the founder and CEO of Roll Pros. Kyle, welcome to the show. Hey, yeah, thanks for having me. Great, great to be here. Well, I tell you what, I'm really happy that you could join me today. I've done a ton of interviews with entrepreneurs over the last five years, and I, without a doubt, my favorite interviews are always with inventors. And so that's why I was so looking forward to watch this great video you did last night, and I was all, all revved up for this interview. I, 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 I'm really looking forward to it. How did you come up with the idea to create a machine that rolls joints? Yeah, well, I got to give some credit to my my college days being in a basement and uh, sitting next to my roommate and having a joint rolling competition with him. I feel like a lot of the great, a lot of the people in the space, that's how they started. And so I got to give some props to that. And with the engineering mindset, it's like I, I kind of really nerded out. I, I got into the details of every little part of the joint and how it pertained to the experience so that was that was like kind of the backlog, and cannabis was always kind of a friend of mine because I was I've been an inventor and I've been doing work for a lot of big companies, and cannabis could always unlock that extra perspective that I needed in order to tackle tackle the problem at hand. And this this problem was actually like pretty clear. Yeah. Once I had my first pre roll on the market, I was it was hot. It burned like crap and I was like this this is definitely a segment of the market that needs needs some attention and it, it's a hard problem to solve too so I'm always I always get jazzed when there's a, a complex problem that I get to start thinking about yeah like a lot of people will think about the cones and I just was it's got to be so difficult to fill up cones on scale and not to mention how much space they take up and your machine doesn't take up much space yeah. So I started with like the the general the phys- there's a physical problem with filling a cone with sticky fluffy flour. It's like anybody that's tried to do that on their hand on their own knows it's hard to get a good density within your within your cone that you're trying to stuff. And so I, you're relying on gravity, material, moisture content, all these variables that ultimately you have to degrade in order to get it to fill properly. So that's how I started. And I went back to like the rolling, right? Like just how you did with the little zigzag belt roller. Cause that always gave me a nice consistent density on every joint. So I, yeah, I really automated around that. And the, the machine came out. Yeah. It's like kind of elegantly simple and compact and yeah, it utilizes the cones like that are overseas, they're made overseas by hand, 
So huge like supply chain issues there, which some of us experienced in 2021. And I was able to surpass that and we're going straight to the paper mill. So yeah, it's like, it's like we made, we made things simpler and actually it started helping. It's more cost effective to the customer. It's like half the price of a cone. And, and yeah, it's like, it just takes a little bit more work to make it simple in the, in the beginning, but the, the long run solutions that come from that are, they're exponential. Oh my gosh, I can't remember exactly what the cost of goods, but it was really low. You have calculated all the way down to like the, the pennies, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's so it's one cent for the paper and then two cents for the crutches. So it's you're you're at three cents per joint. Yeah, it's it's crazy <laughs> cheap and yeah, and you can fit an entire roll of paper in a backpack. So it's like shipping costs and space, just space in general, a whole pallet of cones would be replaced by one small box of bobbins and crutches. And that's a lot of, and there's a lot of, you can make a lot of joints with one roll. Yeah. Yeah. You can make 40,000 joints with one roll. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) Talk to me a little bit about the dial in the draw. Yeah. So one of the things that I was noticing in, in how they made them previously was you had to dry out your material and it's all about how long you vibrate the cone for. And that's how you can kind of get a consistent draw. And I don't like relying on gravity, like just in a design perspective, like my years of experience, just like don't rely on it. And so we're mechanically compacting the joint on the radius. So you get that even compaction all the way across and you can also dial it in. So now there's a servo motor that is contracting that or releasing that diameter. So what you do is you roll a couple of joints, it rolls two at once, you roll a couple of joints, you either do a drop, like a like a light pull to see if it's got the right kind of amount of airflow that you want. We also have a device that's called the draw check. It'll actually give you a, a number for like the vacuum drop. And then, and then you can adjust the machine now to either increase that draw, make it a tighter roll, or you can decrease it. And that's just right on the fly. It's like as it's moving, you can kind of dial that, dial in that draw. You can do a lot per hour. What's the total output per hour? Yeah, so it does, it clocks at about a thousand per hour. We only sell it at 750 per hour because I'm a pretty conservative engineer and I, I want to kind of under promise and overachieve those expectations. So yeah, we, we only really advertise at 750, but it, it, it cranks them out pretty good. And you can infuse these products too. Yeah, these- yeah, and that's, that's huge right now. Yeah, because I designed the machine to handle really sticky, fresh material, it actually almost runs better when you have yeah something infused in there, it's like holding it all together. It's like a binder. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, if you've ever rolled a joint, that sticky flower like sticks to itself. And so you can make a better joint with that rather than like dry material. So, so yeah, it's, we've got several people doing the infused and it's, it's working out great for them. That's great. That's great. This is so far beyond just the conceptual stage. It's out in the market. People are using it. You've tested it out. 
I mean, this is an ideal opportunity for an investor. I don't know if this is if 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 you're in the raising capital stage of your business, but will there be or is there currently opportunities for people to participate in your growth? At this current moment, we're we're not really doing any rounds. I do foresee maybe an opportunity in the future. It's all about the right people and the right relationships. So uh, I think if there was the right, if there's the right person, we would look at it. But yeah, we're, we're doing great right now. And I'm kind of enjoying the, the organic growth. And yeah, like you said, we've got, we've got 85 machines now out in the wild. And yeah, we're just we're having a whole lot of success with that. And yeah, if, if there is somebody that's looking, I'd entertain the conversation for sure. You're in a good position. A lot of companies needed the investment to survive, and you're in a position where you're doing it organically, which is which is great. But if maybe you want to take it to the next level and start mass producing these and sell them on out of Home Depot, you might <laughs> you might need to raise some money. Well, yeah, yeah. If if there is somebody out there that's interested, or if you just want to learn more about Roll Pros or get one in your your business, we will have links on our website. You got to check out the video. The video is the key to it, but you got to check out the video. Go to the website, and if you have any questions, I'm sure Kyle or somebody from his team would be happy to talk to you. Kyle, it was really fun talking to you today. I, I, I can't wait to see one of these in, in the wild, as you called it. So we <laughs> look forward to speaking to you again. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Thanks for the conversation. And yeah, looking forward to the future. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, it's Justin Benton, host of the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant that goes by so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. So if you love this plant and you want to hear a story that tugs on those heartstrings and learn more about this plant, then head on over to the Miracle Plant Podcast. You'll be glad you did.